Let me see my three for three club. Let me see my three for three club. Thank you for remembering that. That's helpful. And if you could get my iPad, that would be helpful too. Oh, look at that. Wow. You're like, Joshua, you're like God. Before I even say it, it's you know what I have to say. Okay. Okay. If you have your, your notepad, raise up your notepad. You know what? Let me see three for three. What's three for three? You have your notepad, you have your pen, and you have your Bible. Amen. That's so awesome. If you're not part of the three for three club, you know what? We already have it. You don't even have to go. All you have to do is walk back there and get a, a notepad. So we encourage you to do that. All right. And, and why do I want you to have a notepad? Why do I want you to take notes? Can somebody tell you? Because you remember more of what you write down. The, the neurosurgeons who've done the research, when you write something down, it's, it's good to, to be a listener. But even if you're reading a book, I don't read a book that I don't have a pen in my hand. And let me tell you why. Because the research says that, that when you are interactive, learning takes place better than if you're just uh, listening to a talking head. So that's why it's, people say all the time, why do you, why do you want me some homes? You don't want, oh, tell your neighbor this. Tell your neighbor that. Say amen to this. And why do you always, because I want you not to fall asleep. Amen. And more importantly than that, I want you to be, not that you would fall asleep, but I want you to be interactive. Why? Because you will, even, even like this gracious lady is shaking her head. Even if you just shake your head, it's something, I say, say amen to that. Well, that's powerful in two ways. A, you're being, you're being, um, you're interacting with what I'm saying. And amen is like saying, hey, let that happen to me. I, you're coming in agreement with what, whatever said. I don't want you to say amen religiously. You know what I mean? We're not going to do Hail Mary full of grace, whatever. I, and I, if you're if you're if you're from a Catholic background, or maybe you're watching at home, and 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 you're you're just like, well, yeah, I'm a Catholic. Is he bagging on Catholic? I I love Catholic people, amen. But I don't. But I recognize religiousness out of relationship isn't helpful. Doing things just because you did them last week. I don't want you to just bring your Bible because you brought it last week. I want you to bring your Bible because I want you to learn this is the study book. How many know this is a training center? What are we being trained in? We're being trained in righteousness. Amen? And so, I, if, and if you're like, oh, here for it's like, man, what's that pastor problem? You know what I mean? He wants us to bring our Bible and our notepad. And man, I was like, ah. Hey, I love you. Welcome to Hope Community Church. A church that will do everything it can to try to get move you from point A to point B. Knowing that the only one, who can move you from point A to point B? Your husband can't. You know what? Your doggy can't. Your kids can't. You know what? God can't even do that. You're like, oh, that's, no, 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 no. God can't and he won't. Draw close to me, God says, and I'll draw close to you. Let those who are sick call upon the elders of the church. Let those who are sick call upon. I could go on and on all day long with scripture that God is looking for you to be part of the relationship. How many know God can't have a relationship with you by himself? 
How many know God can't have a relationship with you by himself? He needs you to be part. Amen. So in that kind of understanding, that's why we do the things that we do. And so does that all make sense? Hallelujah. Man, I love second service. I'm just telling you, I'm just like, I don't, you know what I mean? You don't love first service? I love first service and I love third service. What's third service? Esperanza. Amen. I love, I love all our services. Doesn't change. I love second service. Amen. It's got a certain flair and just, I'm going to tell you, you guys are stylish, man. You guys got it going on. Amen. All right. So I want to talk to you today about the goodness of God. The goodness of God. And I want you to understand something about the goodness of God. If, if, if you said, Pastor, what is, what is the one message? If there was one message, and I hope you're listening to messages all the time. Go to www.discoverhope.us. Why do I want you to go there? Because I want you to be, I don't want you to just listen to a sermon on Sunday and Wednesday. I want you to be listening to sermons all the time. Most of you listen to stuff on the internet all the time. I got, I got these earpieces. I, I, you know, I'm working around the house. I'm not just, you know what? I'm not just, I'm, I'm listening. I'm putting good stuff in all the time. And, and to whom much is given, much is required. Amen. So go, I, I hope you're listening. But if, if you said, Pastor, what is, if there was only one sermon that I, you want me to hear over and over again, what would it be? Here's what it would be. It would be this sermon. Now, I already know this sermon is going to turn into this sermon and next week's sermon because I couldn't pack it all. How many know my notes have notes? You mean? And so, um, but that's what happens to me so many times. I just get a download of just, um, there's, there's too much to teach in the goodness of God that I can't, I can't pack it all into one week, but that's okay. We'll, 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 you know, how many, how many like, how, how many like, that have something good to eat. You know what I mean? How, how many like, I like the restaurants that they come, and this is old school, but they come with the dessert tray. Ooh, bring me the dessert tray. Okay. I don't, I don't just, I just don't, I, I like dessert. How many like dessert? How many like to eat something and then have, des- and dessert? I mean, like, and dessert. I like and dessert. So, you're going to get a bunch today, but then next week come back and you'll get, what will you get? You're going to get and dessert. Amen. And it's going to be good. Okay. But today I want to start by just talking to you about the goodness of God. Here's what I want to say. If there was one sermon that I would want you to hear, it would be this sermon. If there was one sermon I want you to listen to over and over and over again, it would be this sermon. And here's why. Because if you understand, if you, if you make a... Um, if in your mind, you have settled in your mind that God is good. If you understand the goodness of God, it'll change everything in your life. It'll, it, it'll change how you look at things, even things that seem negative. You'll look at it completely different. You know what I mean? And it will cause you to, to think differently about everything which will cause you to act differently. How many know your attitude is going to determine your altitude? And your attitude, you know what your attitude really is? It's really your heart. 
we'll look at it, not this week, next week. But when we, when we look at, I'll just make a reference to it right now. When we look at Eve, how did, how did Satan get Eve? I mean, understand this. You know what? You know, you know you, have you heard of these, these uh, I mean, I don't, I've never been to one. I like to be to one. But I've never been to this, like, all-inclusive vacation where everything's included and, and you have your own little hut. You ever see these? You know what? It's like, I mean, man, I want my own hut on a vacation. You know what I mean? All-inclusive. And I just think they're probably really expensive, you think? You know what I mean? Probably a lot of money. You know what I mean? But, um, but I've never been to one. Um, but how many know, compared to what Eve had, Think about it for a minute. Adam and Eve, they were in paradise. See, we don't, you know, the Bible says in the New Testament that the earth, that God's creation groans for, I don't know exactly the terminology. What does it say? Yeah, for the revealing of the sons of men. There, the curse has affected every aspect of the creation. I mean, we have no idea how spectacular the garden was. And, and you know what the most spectacular thing was about the garden? Adam and Eve were able to walk in the presence and with God every single day. Oh, my goodness. You know what I mean? How was Satan able to take that away from Eve? And, and please make a note of this because I want you to understand. I want you to be good. Uh, theologians understand Satan couldn't take it away from her she had to give it to them how did, how did he trick her into it here's how he tricked her into it watch this because this goodness is so foundational it's so jugular to your spiritual development he tricked her in telling her that God wasn't a good God let me tell you about God. He, I'm, I'm, I'm like, like Satan talking to Eve. He, he really doesn't have your best interest. That's why he told you not to eat of that tree. Because here's what he knows. When you eat of that tree, you're going to be like him. In other words, he's keeping something from you. Okay. Don't, nobody tell Megan I did this, okay? Nobody, don't. This is my daughter, Megan. Don't tell her I did this, okay? I was cleaning out the, the fridge or the freezer the other day. We have a, a freezer. And, oh, my goodness, it's, it, was, it was like huh, I had to clean it out. That was the bad news. The good news is when I cleaned it out, I had put two. We got, we got seized candy one last year. And we got more than one box. We got three boxes. And I forgot, we put, I put two of those boxes in the freezer. I mean, no, I was happy I was cleaning out the freezer that day. But, but here's what I did. I put one of the boxes inside for my family. I snuck the other box in my truck. 
where they couldn't find it or get it. I said, Pastor, that was, that was evil. <laughs> I've I told you, I'm confessing sin before man. It was. I should have. You know what I mean? And that's, that's what Satan accused God of. Can I tell you, keeping something from it. You, can I quote you the New Testament? Here's what the New Testament says. The New Testament says, in, in, in Paul trying to convince the church and the churches of how good God is, that God won't withheld anything good from you. In his argument of trying to convince us that God isn't trying to withhold anything good, he uses this as his argument. God, who even hasn't even withheld his son from us. If that's the God that we serve, why do you think he's going to withhold something else from you? In other words, he's saying God is good. And, and you've heard the saying God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Well, let me just tell you, that's, that's funny and cute and whatever. But it's also theologically absolutely true. God is good all the time. And and the quicker that we get an understanding of that is the quicker that we start changing our attitude about everything. Does this make sense? Can I, can I guys in the back, flow with me real quick. Let's just look at some scripture. Um, and I, we're just going to... We're just going to go over this real quick, but I want you to... To just flow with me. Look at just some of the scripture about the goodness of God. Exodus chapter 34 uh, verse 6. And the Lord passed before him and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long suffering and abounding in. What does God abound in? What does God abound in? Abounding in goodness and truth. God abounds in goodness. Chronicles chapter 16 verse 34. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he, what is God? For he is, what is God? For he is good and his mercy endures forever. Ezekiel chapter three, verse 11. Look what it says. And they sang responsibly, praising and giving thanks to the Lord for he is what? Good. God is good. Psalms 145, verse 9. Look what it says. The Lord is good to what? To all. And his tender mercy, mercies are over all his works. Psalm 24, 13. Look what it says. I, have lo- um, I would have lost heart unless... This is, this is really my sermon right here. Are you ready? I would have... Stay here for a minute. Um, I would have lost heart. Actually, guys in the back, get ready to go back to this after. I, I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord. Stay here in the land of the living. See, here's what happens. Satan, who comes to steal, kill and destroy, is looking mainly to get you convinced that sometimes God is good and sometimes he's not. That like Eve, he's trying to, he, he, he's not really good. He has alternative motives and he's really got some angle. I love, I love uh, the prophet in the Old Testament. Remember this, this famous scripture, you all know this. You know what? I know the plans that I have for you. Jeremiah, plans for 
What? For good and not for evil. For a future and a hope, he says. What's he speaking? He's speaking like he is God. He's prophetically, he's a prophet. And he's speaking like he's God. And he's, here's, here's what God is saying. And he was saying it to them and he's saying it to us today. I know, stop judging me about you. Are you here? Stop judging me about you. Because let me tell you what. Your judgments about me are sometimes I have good plans. Sometimes I have bad plans. You know what? You never know what you're going to get. You know what? With God. No, you always know what you're going to get. Why? Because he's full of goodness. That's why you know. And he's saying, he's saying, to combat all this trash. How many know there's a lot of trash talking against God? There's a lot of trash thinking against God. There's a lot of people who will say, I love you all. I love you all. If you're watching home, I love you. There's a lot of people who go to church and they say the stupidest things. And, and let me tell you what I do. I don't say amen to that. Mm-mm. I, I, just because you think it's a lot of religious stuff that you have been taught that should have been just flushed down the toilet. I heard somebody yesterday, he said this, and I don't agree perfectly with this, but I, I understand his mindset at least. He said that, that, that pastors and teachers have done more harm to the body of Christ than Satan himself teaching things that weren't true to their congregations. Now, I don't know if I'll go that far, but I'll go pretty close to that. They're, I'll say it like this. They have caused a lot of problems in the body of Christ. And then also, I'll just say this. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bagging on you if you don't have your Bible. You know what I mean? Because we have it up here on the screen. But become a studier of the word. Here's what the Bible says. I've sent my word that it might heal you. Amen. Amen. So, so what do I want? I want you to become study of the word. I want you, you said, Pastor, but I don't know. I just, I just barely made it in here. It's my first day here today. I, I don't know, but maybe God called you here today. I say, find a good Bible believing church and be able to say, that's my church. Be able to point to a building. Not that the church is the building, but be able to point to a place and say, that's my church and that's my pastor. Amen. I believe in that fully. Because I understand, you know what? That there is no, this is un, totally, completely unbiblical, Old Testament and New Testament. There's no this without this. You can't find it in the Bible. There is no this without this. It doesn't exist. And what I found, and I'm not, listen, listen. I love people. And I certainly love people who go to church. My, my goal isn't to offend you today. That's not my goal. Now, if I slap your flesh around a little bit, amen? How many know I don't mind that? What I mainly want to speak to is your spirit. Because your spirit will say amen to all of this. Because your spirit will know. I need accountability. That's why so many people, they, don't, they can't say, that's my church and that's my pastor. 
And, and this is so, say, why you bring that up now? Because I need to teach you about the goodness of God. I'm so tired of people on the internet talking about stuff that they have no nothing, they have no knowledge about. I'm so tired. Well, well, maybe we'll look at it today. No, we'll look at it next week. But I'll, I'll show you a scripture. And, and in most of the translations, they just are bagging on God. Saying that God creates, come next week, God creates light and he creates darkness. But, but I know that verse. It does say that. Well, come next week. Let's look at it. Amen. You know what I can't figure out? I can't figure out how a graduate from Pioneer High School. Amen. You, <laughs> you, you do know I was the valedictorian at Pioneer High School, though. Do you, I mean, I did graduate, but at least I was the valedictorian. You know that, right? You know that, right? Yeah, and then my dad came in the room and said, Drew, wake up, wake up. Okay, all right, fine. I wasn't the valedictorian, okay? But here's what I'm saying. You know what? All you have to do is just get a, 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 a concordance, you know what, a, a Hebrew concordance, and look up the word, and you'll find out, oh, man, that's not what he's saying at all. That's, that's not what he said at all. I'll show it to you next week. Well, why in the world, why in the world would they do that? Why in the world did I put one C's candy that all my family could enjoy it and one in the car? See, there's this bent. Everybody say bent. To, we have a bent because we've been taught this by many times by pastors that we loved. But, but I don't want, it, here's what the Bible says, that the traditions of men cause the word of God to have no effect in your life. I don't want to be that way. My, my father pastored me for most of my life, and almost everything he taught me was great, right out of the word of God. But there were some things that he taught me that were crazy that he was taught, from his professor. And for those things, I want to have the integrity to God to say, um, Dad, I love you, and I will always love you, and I don't think I'll ever find a better pastor than my dad. I, I, I say that just, I know I'm tainted, but if, where's, where's Rick? Rick will tell you. You know what? Carlos will tell you. Tamara will tell you. you know Anybody who knew my dad, I mean, he was, he, he was just the bomb, the bomb. But that doesn't mean that I need to have, I need to hold the word of God higher than my dad's tradition. Does that make sense? Okay. And what happens is if you, if you don't understand this goodness, you're going to lose heart. You're going to be like Eve where you start understand, you start confusing and you start mixing up. Here, John 10.10. 10. Let me quote to you with John 10. Jesus made it clear. Jesus said this. I 
Watch what he's doing. He wants to make a distinction. It's the same thing he did in the Old Testament. Stop begging on me. Stop thinking that sometimes I have good thoughts for you and sometimes I don't. Because that's not who I am. Amen? So, uh, the New Testament is so clear that God's, Paul said it like this, if God is for you, who can be against you? You know why he said that? Because he understood the goodness of God. How in the world, here, ask me this. How in the world does Moses' mom, think about this. I, I mean, I got tons of examples, but think of this one. How in the world does Moses' mom put him in a basket? Yeah, thank you. Ooh, I'm going to make it waterproof. You know what I mean? I'll put a, what, what do they have in, in cars now? They got these uh, cup holders. You know what I mean? She probably had a cup holder there. You know what I mean? But ba- no, no, a bottle holder there, right? You know what? I'm going I'm to trick out his, his, his ride. Amen? But say it however you want it. He's still put it, put it. He's still put. <laughs> All hail to pioneer. Okay. <laughs> okay. So he's still put in a basket and put in a river. You say, yeah, but. But he was put in certain reeds. I understand that because I've read the text. And I understand, you know what, he's got somebody watching him. It just still doesn't make any difference. I mean, no, you know what, an alligator could chomp him up easily. How does she do that? Can I tell you how she does that? She does that the same, I'll get to it in a minute. She does that with the same understanding that Abraham was able to sacrifice his son. And you, once you start to get the goodness of God, it'll change all the bitterness that you have, all the junk, it just will fly away. Because you'll understand, I like to say it like this, God didn't send it, but he bent it. God didn't send it, but he bent it. What Satan means for your destruction, the Bible says in the New Testament, God will turn it around for your benefit. We'll look at it next week. Paul doesn't say, I glory when everything is going good. I just glory. He says, no, I glory in my infirmities. I'll show you what that really means instead of the trash that most people have been taught. Next week. Pastor, are you trying to get us here next week? I'm trying to get you here to the end of the year. Amen. <laughs> Let me make no mistake about it. But you're going to get enough meat today to feed you for the, for, for the rest of the day. I guarantee you that. But how in the world, you know what, does, does she do that? Here's how she does it. Can I tell you how she does it? She has a clear understanding that in God, there's no evil, there's no deception, there's no trickery. 
there's nothing. I used my dad as an example again. You know what? My dad, one time they asked my dad, they said, hey, what, what do you like, what, what, what do you like for, for your birthday? He said, oh, that's easy. I want chocolate cake. I want chocolate icing on that cake. And I want chocolate ice cream on that cake. Okay. How many know what my dad wanted? Chocolate. Amen. How many know if you ate that dessert, any, how many know every single bite is going to be chocolate? Come on. Somebody help me preach this. Every, every single bite is going to be chocolate. You're not going to all of a sudden go, whoo, there's a strawberry here. You know what I mean? No, not, not if you're going to please my dad. He wanted chocolate cake with chocolate ice cream and chocolate, you know what? Cake, icing, he wanted it all chocolate. Okay. Okay. Chocolate chips. Put the sprinkled chocolates on the top. Okay. And every bite in the same way, that's how God is. Not that God likes chocolate more than strawberry, but that's not my point. My point is every slice of God is going to be good. And there's nothing in God except good. That's all there is in God. And we have been deceived by, by sometimes just not studying the word ourselves and seeing what the Bible says. L- look at, uh, look at, uh, look at Romans. I'll show you a scripture in Romans. Romans chapter 8 and verse 32. And, uh, yeah, I quoted this. He who did not spare his own son but delivered him up for us, what? All. Yeah, but I know God loves Tony, but I don't, I don't, but he don't love me. Yeah, but you know what? But Paige, I mean, God, of course God loves Paige. But you know what? How many know we all know, we know all about us? How many know we know all about us? Pastor, Pastor, I know what you did. Pastor, I know what you did. No, I don't sweat you, amen? Because trust me, I know what I did. Whatever you know what I did, I know worse what I did. (laughs) Come on, can somebody say amen to this? So we all know what we did, and we have this mindset. It's what Satan comes to us and deceives us and, and tries to rip us off. See, understand this. If you start to, watch, I'll prove it to you. If you put on the full armor of God every day, you know that your defense will be unpenetrable. Above all, taking the shield of faith, which is able to quench all the fiery darts from the enemy. Somebody say all the fiery darts. All the fiery darts. You know what all means? It means every single one of them. And it doesn't make any difference if Satan, if you, if you, somebody say if you. See, I, I, can't, I can't make you do it. That's up to you. But I tell you what I do, I'm going to put on the armor of God every day. Why? Because the Bible says if I put on the armor of God every day, I'll be able to resist Satan. You know what? And, and how many know we need to resist Satan? How many know Satan's got a plan for me and my family? Amen? But what is he? But what is he? He's a liar. He is a liar. What else is he? He's under my feet. He's under. Okay, okay, okay. Don't get me going. Right? 
But here's what I'm saying. The shield of faith is able to quench all fiery darts from the enemy. What's the shield of faith? The shield of faith is me. What's faith? Faith is just, let me make it simple. It's just trusting in God. If you understand and will start to, in your mind, get it off the table that sometimes God is evil and sometimes God is good. If you'll get that off the table. If you'll get to the point where you just believe resolutely, emphatically, that God is only good, then here's what will happen. You'll start to put your trust in God. Back to... Back to uh, Moses' mom. Why does she do that? Because she knows that there's nothing else into God except goodness. So she is able to put him in a place. Three months old. Put him in a place. Think about this. Sometimes, Sometimes we need to not read the Bible. Sometimes we need to meditate on the Bible. What the Bible says. Picture yourself. This is your three-month son. You put him there. Are you catching this? How, how, how does this walk away? How does it happen? How does it happen? Can I tell you how it happens? It happens. She has resolved in her heart that God is a good God. How does, how does Abraham, that's a good question, how does, how does Abraham, God tells him, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take your son, read it. Your only son. <laughs> Come on. Your only son. And I want you to make him a burnt sacrifice. How does he, how does he, what the Bible says, how does he wake up early in the morning? How does he do that? Can I tell you how he does it? Let me tell you how he does it. He is resolved that there's no evil in God. There's only good. You know what the Bible says in in Psalms? It says, God only does wondrous things. That's all he does. But we've listened to trash about God you know what, sometimes from the pulpit, sometimes from the internet, you know what, about, you know, you never, you never know what God's going to, you just never know, you never know. And then we, amen, that's right, you never know. That's true, amen. I don't say amen to all kinds of things. I won't. How does he do it? Here's how he does it. He says to, watch this, he is resolved that God is a good God. He is resolved that this son, God, is a good God, and God is not going to take away his son. So how do you know that? From the heart, the mouth speaks. Just read the scripture. Okay? He goes, and uh, it's a time where he's going to say, okay, now it's just me. And what was, his, what was his son's name? Isaac. I knew that. I was just seeing if you guys were engaged. Isaac. We'll will be back. Why does he say that? Here's why. From the heart the mouth speaks. He has resolved the goodness of God. 
What will happen in your life when you start to resolve what, what, what the Bible says in the New Testament? If God is for you, who could be against you? See, see what that does to your attitude? You're like, man. You know, you know, somebody, <laughs> so, you know, how many, how many got people who treat you bad sometimes? Come on. Watch how it changes everything. But you resolve, if God is for you, who can be against you? You're just, what are you doing? And you're not delusional. You understand that, you know what, what Satan, here, let's, let's, let's turn to this scripture. Let's turn to this one. You know what? Um, hmm. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Uh, um, guys in the back, can you go to the, uh, the New American Standard Version? What it says? For we know that God causes... All things to work together for good for those who love God to those who are called according to his purpose. I love a lot of words up here on the screen, but one of the words that I love is this. For we know that God causes what? All things. He doesn't send all things. But he can bend all things. That's not just a trickery of words. It's not, I'm not just trying to be a little poet today. I'm trying to teach you good theology. You know what I mean? So imagine this. Imagine what happens. Here, I'm telling you what. This is good for you to listen to over and over and over again. Because once you understand the goodness of God, you understand. Here's what's going to happen. Here, watch this. Here's what's going to happen. Good things happen to you. How many have good things happen to you? Good things are going on. And, and what are you, you going to do when those good things happen? What do I say when good things happen to me? Here's what I say. I say, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Why? Because that's in my heart. Because here's what I know. All good things come down from the Father of lights. So something good happens. I don't say, oh, I'm so smart. I don't think, oh, what a great decision this was. Oh, I don't do that. I say, you know what I say? Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And then other things happen to me in my life. And what do I do? See, if you understand the goodness of God, here's what you're going to do. When good things happen, you're going to say, thank you, Jesus. When not so good things happen, you're going to quote this. You're going to say, oh, God's going to. He didn't he didn't send it, but he's going to bend it. Do you see this? He's going to cause it somehow to work out for my benefit. Amen. Now, what are you doing? Now you're getting on the solution side. Now, instead of watch this. Oh, my goodness. I hope somebody gets this. Instead of coming in agreement with Satan's plan for you. Instead of coming in agreement with Satan's plan for you, you start you won't get off. What God has planned for you. Um, Isaiah. 
Thank you. Thank you, Jonathan. Isaiah chapter uh, 54. Isaiah chapter 54. 17. How many weapons formed against me shall prosper? See, all lies up here. We have to allow the word of God to formulate how we think. I heard somebody say this. How you think about God is more important than anything else in your life. No weapon form against you shall prosper. But watch this. But the person who understands the goodness of God, does that mean that you don't have people cursing you? Does that mean that stuff still isn't coming in your life that could cause you to have a train wreck? No, it doesn't mean that. The Bible doesn't say that no, no fiery darts are going to be attacked at you. It doesn't say that. It just says you have the shield of faith and it's, and it's able to quench all the fiery darts. How many fiery darts? See, I, I like us to, to, to tear apart the words of God. Let's start saying what God says about us. It doesn't say some, it says all. If it says all, then all you have to do is get up the shield of faith and, and you will be unpenetrable in your walk. See, there is victory in Jesus. He did send his word to heal us. We just have to receive his word. Not what somebody said about his word who's going to misquote what God says. Twist it. Make God sound like sometime because that's here, because that's what you've experienced. That's because your friend's uncle's neighbor's dog broke his leg. I don't care about your uncle's friend's neighbor's dog. I just care about getting on the solution side. Amen? One time, one time I hit my, I, I don't know, it's just like, it was so weird, man. I got up, I was running out of the living room, and I just, it's like, I just hit the side of uh, my toe. I was barefooted. How many surprised about that? I was barefooted, and I hit my, my foot, and it hurt really, really bad. And then I, I didn't want to look at it right away. You ever hurt yourself, and you don't want to look at it right away? I don't want to look at it right away. And so I went in the next room because I thought, oh, I thought, I don't want to cause my wife to, like, freak out. Because I know this is just bloody all over the place. And uh, so I, I walked out of the room and I looked down. And, and here is good news. No blood at all. Praise you, Jesus. No blood at all. The problem was, like, the first toe went like this straight. The second toe went straight. The third toe went straight. But the fourth toe, the fifth toe was going straight. But the third toe was, was turned a sharp left. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm thinking, this is not good. Amen? This is not good. See, what am I doing? I, I'm not saying that I don't have situations in my life, too. What I'm saying is, when I understand the goodness of God, here's what I'm going to do. Don't freak out. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the toe. I'm going to straighten it out. Who? I think a doctor should do that. Oh, yeah, like I can't go like this with my toe because that's all they do. I'm going to get a popsicle, tape it up, 
some people get mad. You should go to the doctor. Like, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, okay? 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 You just do your own thing, okay? And I'm going to say, thank you, Jesus, that by his stripes, I were healed. If I were, I am. If I am, I is. Not good, not good English, but great theology. Amen? Because that, that's, that's how I'm going to roll. Here's why. Because I've resolved that we serve a good God. That's what I've resolved. Amen. Amen. And every tongue which rises up against you in judgment. God? Does this say God? Who does it say? You shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. Listen, you get when, when my teen, when my kids were all teenagers, someone go, oh, you got a problem, you got teenagers now. Oh. Listen, you want to speak that trash? Speak it over your own teenagers. But don't speak that trash about my teenagers. Now, I won't say that to them. But trust me. When they walked away, I'm not going to let this go undone. You are not going to curse my family. And I, because why? Because I know my heritage. Here's why. Because I know my God. My God is a good God. And I'm not, I, this just ain't going to happen. Do, are you catching how, is somebody catching how jugular this is? To your whole understanding of God. To your whole life. Amen. If God has spoken to you in any, any way. In this preaching. And God might have told you something over here. Something over there. Something over there. He might have just reminded you that God was a good God. I mean, sometimes just reminding is all you need. But, or maybe he made a correction. If that's you, raise your, up your hand. I want to pray with you. I don't want you just to leave. I want you to pray. I want to pray with you. I want to, listen, God spoke to us. And thank God, God used me, but he is speaking to people. And let me just tell you what, he's speaking to me through this message also. Father, thank you for these hands that are raised. Thank you, Father, that you sent your word to heal us. I pray that whatever decisions, whatever corrections need to be made, they'll be made quickly, today. We're not going to procrastinate whatever it is, whatever adjustments we need to make. We make them now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. How many glad you came?